everyone! Welcome to Tales from the Motherland. A friendly hello to all new listeners and those who have tuned in before. A huge thank you to everyone for the love and support. Today's story comes from North Africa and was collected by Andrew Lang. The tale is named The Story of a Halfman. There once lived a man who was fairly happy. He had a good job as the judge of his town. He had a nice home and a wife, but one thing was always missing. He had no children. One day he was sitting in front of his home, thinking about this when a very old man walked by. The old man walked up to him and asked him what was wrong, but the man refused to talk to the old man. But the old man insisted until the judge said, well, you could say I have a good life. I have a good job, I'm successful, and married to a wonderful woman but none of it matters if I don't have any children. So the old man reached into his bag and handed the man 12 apples and said, here are 12 apples. If your wife eats all of the apples, she shall have 12 sons. And he walked away. The judge thanked the old man and ran inside to tell his wife. He told his wife that she had to eat all 12 apples at once so that they may have 12 sons. She immediately sat down and began to eat the apples. She ate 11 apples and just as she was starting to eat the twelfth, her sister walked in and she gave her half of the last apple. In the coming days, the wife gave birth to eleven strong, beautiful men, but when the twelfth son was born, there was only half of him. The boys grew up happy together and close with one another. One day, when they were old enough, they asked their father if it wasn't time for them to get married. They were all ready. The father thought to himself, well, I do have a friend that has 12 daughters, oddly. Wouldn't it be such a wonderful thing if my sons married them? As long as they all got along, that is, and the woman permitted it. So the 12 sons all packed their bags and got on their horses and rode for 12 days until they met an old woman. The woman saw the young boys and said, Good day, my boys. Your father told me you were coming. I would be delighted for you all to meet my 12 daughters. The woman was very nice, and the boys were delighted. She brought them inside to meet her husband, a friend of their father's, or so they thought. And they all ate and drank, and later that night, she made beds for them. After all, they had had a long, almost two-week journey. When the boys were about to go to sleep, the twelfth brother, Halfman, said, Brothers, that man is no friend of her father, but an ogre. None of his brothers believed him and begged him to go to sleep, but instead, Halfman stayed up and hid himself. Now, in the middle of the night, Halfman saw the ogre's wife come into their room and cover his brothers with a red cloth, and she covered her daughters in a white cloth. Hmm, that was odd. And then she laid down and went to sleep. When Halfman was certain the old woman was asleep, he removed the red cloth off of his brothers and put it on the twelve daughters, and he put the white cloth that was on the daughters on his brothers. Next, he switched their headdressings as well. Just as he was doing this, he heard the ogre coming, so he hid himself behind a curtain. I mean, after all, there was only half of them. But it was the ogre's wife. She came in and saw the red cloth over the girls, without looking at the people underneath them, and began to kill each girl one by one. She was quite certain she was killing the twelve boys, as she had remembered putting a red cloth over them, but had no idea that half-men had switched them. Then half-men ran to his brothers and said, get up my brothers and run for your lives as the ogre's wife is killing her daughters. 
I told you this was an ogre's house. The brothers did not hesitate when seeing the bloody scene and ran far away from the house. The ogre's wife had killed all of her daughters, except for one, who had woken up and asked, Mother, what are you doing? You have killed all of my sisters. Why? The ogre's wife looked down and saw what she had done. No! That halfman must have tricked me, she cried. I thought I briefly saw him awake. We have to get him. I want revenge. But Halfman and his brothers were long gone by now. The brothers rode for days until they reached a town where their uncle lived. Where have you boys been? You look shaken up, asked their uncle. The boys all explained to their uncle that they had been trapped in an ogre's house, but they didn't know, and his wife had slain all of her daughters, and if it wasn't for Halfman, they would have all been dead. They explained that they thought it was a friend of their father's, and they had traveled there to wed the twelve daughters, but they must have gone to the wrong house. The uncle immediately said he had a friend with twelve daughters, actually, and if the girls permitted it, and they all liked one another, then they could maybe marry his friend's daughters. So the next day, the twelve boys met their possible wives-to-be. Actually, they all headed off, and all twelve sons and twelve daughters were married in order, from eldest to youngest. But Halfman's bride, the youngest, was the most beautiful daughter of them all. This made the rest of the brothers very jealous. They didn't think their brother, Halfman, deserved a bride that beautiful, as he was only half a man. Um, you seem to forget that this half of a man saved all of you from death not too long ago. Anyways, the eleven brothers plotted to kill their twelfth and youngest brother, Halfman, out of jealousy. They all said goodbye to their uncle and began their journey back home with their new brides. Now, after some time, they all stopped at a meadow to get water. Now who should go get the water, said the oldest brother. You go, Halfman. You're the youngest. So they tied a rope around Halfman, as the current was strong on the stream they had found, and Halfman filled up a bucket of water. Then he asked his brothers to please pull him in, because the current was very strong. But his brothers instead cut the rope, and Halfman began to sink into the water. The brothers grabbed their brides and halfmans and all rode away laughing on their horses. But as Halfman was sinking to the bottom of the stream, a fish came up to him and said, Don't be afraid, Halfman. I will save you. And the fish guided Halfman to a shallow part of the stream so that he could drag himself to shore. Then the fish looked at Halfman and said, Do you understand what your brothers, whom you saved from death, just did to you? I do, but what am I supposed to do? asked Halfman. Take one of my scales, said the fish, and when you are in danger, throw it in a fire and I will appear. Halfman thanked the fish and started his journey again home. He was worried about his new wife and himself, but after several days, Halfman realized he was lost in the forest and wandered for days until one day he ran into the ogre's wife. She said, it's you, Halfman. You made me kill my daughters and helped your brothers escape. What shall I do with you? Halfman said, Do whatever you like with me, Ogress. So Halfman followed the ogre's wife back to her house, where she quickly yelled to her husband, the ogre, Look, honey, I have caught Halfman, and now he must pay for what he has done. I'm going to roast him, so hurry up and make a fire. So the ogre did as he was told, and said to his wife, Okay, the fire and hot water is all ready. Throw him in the pot. But before he was thrown in the pot, Halfman spoke up and said, You're going to eat me like this? but I'm so thin. Now that I'm in your possession, you might as well fatten me up first and get a good dinner out of me at least. The ogre looked at his wife and agreed that this was a good idea, but he struggled to think of what would fatten the boy up the fastest. 
until Halfman interjected and said, Wine, butter, and meat. Very well then, Halfman, said the ogre, and then they locked him in a room until he was ready for eating. After three months of Halfman being fed only meat, butter, and wine by the ogres, he said, Okay, I am nice and fat now. You should take me out and eat me now. Okay, come out of the room then, said the ogre. But then Halfman went on to say, You and your wife should invite some friends over. This should be quite the feast. Your daughter can stay and keep watch over me. Hmm, good idea, boy. Very well then, said the ogre. If you give me wood and an axe, I will start cutting up the wood for the fire, so when you come home, you can heat up the pot and eat me right away. Very well then, said the ogre, and he brought Halfman an axe and a pile of wood, and left the daughter to help him cut wood, as he and his wife set out to invite their friends to dinner. After a while of chopping wood, Halfman called to the daughter for more help, and she came. Why did we ever listen to Halfman, they sobbed. But Halfman was far away from their home now. Halfman looked for shelter, as he knew the ogres would be looking for him. He came across an iron tower, so he climbed to the top of it to hide. Sure enough, below him, he saw the ogre looking in every direction for him. Finally, he looked up as he heard Halfman shouting, Oh, hi, ogre, come up! But the ogre argued that how was he supposed to get up there when there was no door? How did you climb up there, Halfman? shouted the ogre. Oh, a fish carried me up on his back, said Halfman. The ogre asked Halfman what he should do, so Halfman told him, Well, gather all of your friends and tell them to bring lots of water and build a fire around the tower. The tower will become rough from the fire, and then you'll be able to climb it. So the ogre gathered his friends, and they did as they were told. But when the iron tower was engulfed in flames, they all tried to climb it and immediately burned. Halfman sat at the top laughing. Everyone had burned except the ogre's wife, who did not help but watched. She screamed at Halfman. Now you have killed my husband, his friends, and my daughters. How will I ever get revenge on you? That's easy, said Halfman. I'll throw a rope down for you, and all you have to do is tie it around your waist and I'll pull you up. So the ogre's wife said all right, and when she got the rope, tied it around herself and told Halfman to pull her up. So Halfman began to pull her up, but when she was almost to the top, he let go of the rope and the ogress fell to her death. Ugh, these ogres aren't very smart. Then Halfman thought, what a crazy few months. But now the ogres are all gone and can't harm him. So Halfman felt safe now to climb down from the tower and he walked some ways until he found a nice empty piece of the forest to sleep in. The next day, he awoke to a young ogress that said, Halfman, tomorrow your eldest brother is going to try and marry your wife. Oh no, can you help me stop it, ogress, please? And the girl agreed and they began their journey. Halfman explained to the ogress, how he loved his wife more than anything, and how his eldest brother had left him to die. Then the ogress turned to Halfman and said, I will rid you of your eldest brother, but on one condition. If one day you were to have a son, you must give him to me. Anything, said Halfman. Get on my back and we'll get there faster, said the ogress. They reached the brother's home in no time. The ogress snuck into the eldest brother's room and turned herself into a scorpion. And just as he was lying down in his bed, she stung him behind the ear. He died instantly. Halfman then ran to his father's house to reclaim his bride, but found everyone crying. What's the matter, he asked. Everyone explained how the judge's eldest son had gotten married the day before, then died suddenly the same night. Halfman did not shed a tear, as he thought to himself, my eldest brother tried to drown me and then kidnapped my wife to marry her. 
my conscience is clear. Then Halfman walked up to his father and said, Father, aren't you happy to see me? You cried for my brother who tried to drown me and marry my wife. At least I'm still alive. He was better than you, yelled his father. But why, father, said Halfman. He told me you had behaved very badly, son. Halfman then replied, Well, call all of my brothers in now. I have a story to tell them. Halfman began to tell his brothers about how he switched the blankets that were on them when they had first met the ogre and his wife, and how the ogre's wife had meant to kill the brothers and mistakenly killed her own daughters since he had switched the blankets over them. He then began to tell his father about how all of his brothers were jealous that his wife, which was the youngest as was he, happened to be the most beautiful and his brothers all left him to drown. And he was saved by a fish. He then said, Now father, you are a judge, aren't you? Who did well and who did evil in this story? I or my brothers? The judge then asked his sons if Halfman's story was true, and they all agreed that it was. The girl is Halfman's wife, said the brothers. Then their father got up and said, You have done well, Halfman. Please reunite with your wife, and I wish you a long and happy life together. And the two lived happily ever together for years to come. That ends our story today on Tales from the Motherland. Thank you so much for listening, and don't be a stranger. I will have new tales for you every week.